Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, Carissa Thompson here for Pro Plan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my dogs, Willis and Daisy. So whether we're on one of our daily runs together or exploring down at my ranch, I count on them to keep up with me. That's where Pro Plan Sport comes in. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dogs need to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Aaron, big day on the podcast today. Why, you ask? Because one of my favorite people, one of your favorite people, coming on, Jalen Rose will be with us today. He's been our colleague at ESPN and over at Fox when I was there for Best Damn Sports Show. So I'm excited to oh, talk really? to him. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he was always, um, oh my gosh, Vicky sent me a picture. I've got to pull it up. Vicky's our wardrobe stylist at Fox and she's been at Fox. She won't want me to say this, but for 25 years, um, wow. she is the reason why, and again, this is one of the many differences between the two networks that we've worked out. There is a wardrobe department at Fox. Most people would be surprised to know that at ESPN, there is no such thing. You don't get clothes there. You had to buy your own clothes. I remember when Randy Moss left Fox and he went over to ESPN and goes, CT, where's the wardrobe department? I go, there ain't none. Sorry, kid. Good luck with all that. So anyways, but Vic- so how we dressed at ESPN, you can blame us because yeah. no one dressed us. <laughs> oh, wait, you had this. Uh, well, I, I look for this picture. Bobby Bowden passing away. Oh my God. I I got really upset. I I saw, and again, I say this lovingly because you did a flashback video when you were interviewing him, which was such a classic interview, but it was the silk tops that we all wore in like some jewel tone that really, you know, was popped on camera, but I had to laugh all of it. But the not laughing part was how yeah. sweet he was and how iconic. And for that university, he was the head coach um, yeah. of the Florida State Seminoles for God, 20 year. I mean, I don't know what his tenure was there, but what a great interview. Can you recap it um, for people? That yeah. Well, it? first of all, when I put that interview up, somebody wrote on there, this should have been a part of the calm down like podcast where you talked about, you know, all your different outfits. And then <laughs> I did find a picture of me and coach on the field. And it was in that pirate outfit that I wore when I was auditioning for Johnny Depp in a role, yeah, and apparently doing Thursday Night Football all at the same time. But, um, oh, I thought you looked great. Oh, thanks. Um, 
Yeah, I was I was actually really sad. I I took time out the other day to read about the funeral and read about who went. Mm-hmm. I actually was texting with Kirk Herbstreet who went to the funeral and oh. um oh, the picture that got me the most was when they were taking Anne, his lovely wife Anne Bowden out of the car to walk into the Capitol. I don't know if this is accurate. I may be misquoting this. I think my dad said he's the first non-politician to have his casket at the Capitol in Tallahassee seems fitting. And then the other picture, man, I put it up on my Instagram, really got me was his hat, his hat he always wore. And it was in the Florida State Cemetery where they put like all the, like the teams they have beaten. And I was just like, wow, that got me. Yeah. A lot so much because obviously I went to the rival school and um, he's such a fixture in the state I grew up in and went to college. But I probably, I was telling Jared, I probably did like 14, 15 Florida State games oh, with sure. that man over my eight-year career. So um, what was he what like? What a beauty, the, what a gem. Oh, was God, he, like he was exactly the, the same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that clip I posted on my Instagram, I think what went into it, first of all, I was brave. I was brave. You'd never be allowed to do that. I was following him. He was having words with the official, and I stuck my microphone right in there. I mean, yeah. that girl had no fear. She was ready to go. She didn't care. Um, that was cute. I miss that girl, by the way. Um, she, uh, she, she, so I, I think what was happening was in the game before against Wake Forest, their offensive line had been penalized numerous amounts of time. I think it was a young offensive line because in my little voice, I was like, what are you going to tell those young guys? And he's like, what am I going to tell him? And I was like, yeah, what are you going to tell him? How are you going to fix it? And he was like, we got to pray. You got to pray. And like, you know, what do you say to that? Bobby Bowden's got to tell you, like, what is he going to tell his offensive line? They've got to start praying to start, stop committing penalties. And I just started cracking up. And Chris Fowler was amazing as always saying, oh, lean on a higher power. And then you go to Reese and Lou Holtz and Mark May. Those were some good days, by the way. That was, I love college football, but gosh, darn it. Dadgummit, Mm -hmm. in the words of Bobby Bowden. That's when college football (laughs) was a freaking time. Like, oh God, I miss those days. It well, was just so, cute and innocent. It was fun. Um, I never got to cover an SEC game working for the Big Ten Network, but it is, I mean, look, and even what's happening now, we're talking about a realignment with the big, with the Pac-12, yeah. the Big Ten and the ACC to even combat the powerhouse that is the SEC. I mean, that's, it speaks volumes that that conference is just what they have been now, um, decade in and out. A decade in and out, good English, but you know, over time. But you were so cute in that interview. And it's interesting. I tried to mute because we got a freaking weed whacker going on out here, apparently. Oh, at the I can't hear it. You're great. The, oh, okay, good. Well, it must be the microphone. Thanks, Kurt. But um, <laughs> you were saying that you love that girl. I was, when I, I watched do. that clip on your Instagram, that was ballsy to throw a microphone ballsy. in a conversation with a head coach and an official. But yep. good for you. I mean, when you think about, Me. I mean, and look, ignorant. No, by the way, Always ask forgiveness, not permission. What yeah. are they going to do in that moment? By the way, he didn't tell you to take that microphone back. No one did. And to ESPN's credit, like airing that. But um, they didn't say anything bad. I mean, think about, you know, there's a lot of It's Bobby Bowden. It's yeah, Bobby Bowden. He's not, yeah. Um, and then but, it was so no. cute because he said to the official, he goes, or are you going to give the other team a penalty? Oh, penalties every time. And he goes, <laughs> Coach, you your line has been, you know, been penal or you guys are committing penalties. And he goes, Oh, I've never seen that before. Like <laughs> now it's like mother blah, blah, blah. Like I so love the cute. shots. If you ever see me on the sidelines, like if I'm right by a coach while they're speaking to an official, or there's this unbelievable shot which breaks my heart of the play in the Rams um Saints NFC championship and the play that wasn't called on the secondary yep. um 
uh, or that was or what what happened wasn't oh wasn't was not was not sorry the rams player yeah was all over and um sean payton is just going berserk and i am just like my mouth is wide open like oh my god and yeah, that was just yeah. I get you get right in there, but oh, God bless Coach Bowden. Loved him so oh, much, and that's sweet. me being a, be a Florida Gator. And I texted her, Kirk because I saw something on Twitter where he said it was the they the Florida State band played at ugh, the memorial, and Kurt Aww. said it was the first time I've heard a marching band play in like how many years or how many months. And I just said, "Did you go?" And he's like, "I had to." And I was. I, Horrible story, but I started thinking of the funerals that I probably would like to attend. Like, you know, when we start losing the coaches we've covered, um, really morbid thoughts I'm having while I'm shaving my legs, but, um, yeah. And I was hoping coach Spurrier went, I don't know if he went, I want to text him. I, I hope he went, but, oh, coach Bowden was a dream, man. He was God, that Florida state team with Peter Warwick. God, they were good. Freaking a, they were so good. Um, yeah, work done. Angel love him. Dion, Dion was a seminal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he sure was. Without staying in the in the sad um, realm, when we mentioned funerals, I'd be remiss because I've mentioned him. You actually asked me when we had one of our episodes and we were talking about how I got into hockey, and oh, I said yeah. the um, producer that hired me at the Big Ten Network, um, he went over to Versus, which is now no longer in existence um, as a hockey platform. It became NBC Sports. His name was Leon Schweier, and it's going to make me cry. He passed away a couple of days ago, but he gave me my start in football and hockey. Aww. Anyways, Leon, so I'll sad. never forget this. When I changed, oh my God, when I changed my hair from blonde to black, it was well documented on Deadspin's. Um, she's on a suicidal path to Frumpyville. Ugh, that was the headline. God loved, God loved Deadspin. They, right. they did so much for Ooh, people's um, yeah. Good thing, but good thing we have so much confidence, though. Didn't bother me. I was like, no, whatever. We'll just go back to blonde. Fuck them. Uh, fuck them. Yeah. So, fuck Deadspin. <laughs> right? But I'll never forget this. I was doing this show. It's called The Friday Night Tailgate. And all of a sudden, in my ear, I hear, what the fuck did you do to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> And it was Leon and I just started laughing and go, what, you don't like it? He goes, it's terrible. And it just was, it was the honesty and the love. And I just, I will really miss him. And he was gone way too soon. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, Leon would also then want me to turn this into um, a joke real quick as we bring in Jalen Rose after the quick break, because similar to what Leon told me about my hair when he said, what the fuck were you thinking? Vicky sent me this picture. Look at this. 13 years ago. What the fuck was I thinking? This was on the set. What are you wearing? I can't really see it very well. What am I wearing? Send it it to me. On the set of Best Damn Sports Show, Keystone Light was a sponsor. Could you tell? That's awesome. Wait, babe, you're going to lose your mind when I show this to you. First of all, I was eating M&M's, hot dogs, all the things on the sidelines, too. Look at this. yeah. I, well, everyone could feel me. I was around and proud. <laughs> we'll be back right after the break with one of our favorites, Jalen Rose. He's the Renaissance man, and he's got a lot of stories I know. Coming up next. I just sounded like a radio DJ there. Coming up next. After the break, we got the top 10. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And 
I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win and it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. We're always good because Jalen Rose is with us. Ladies and gentlemen... Aaron and I have been waiting for this. And before uh, we welcome you in, Jalen, all I have to say is Victoria Jill Trilling sent me a picture from the Best Damn Sports Show. You're welcome. We will get to that in a little bit. love right there. I can't wait to see it. Before we get to that, Jalen, what was your favorite outfit you ever sported from the Best Damn Sports Show? Do you remember? Give me something. I do. And it was culturally relevant at the time. So when Jeezy the Snowman started to become a mainstream artist, he had the Snowman t-shirts. And at the time, students were banned from wearing them at school because of the connotation of the shirt. So on Best Damn, they gave me a segment called Posse Apprentice, where I had a big (laughs) table of people and I was just telling them why they're not flying to work on my team. And I actually wore that shirt on the best damn sports show. And that was something for neighborhood legend. Trust me. Um, I'll never have to buy a 40 ounce in a hood again. (laughs) Hey, give me a Colt 45 (laughs) any day. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) We won't. John Ritchie and I used to get a Colt 45 and put grape soda in it. Yes. You're welcome. I know, but Hey, it was a thing. It was a thing. Um, you guys, he's Jalen Rose. He's the Renaissance man. He's got stories for days, but we only have him for a little bit because that bucket hat is going to get out in the streets in Miami very quickly. So we like to take advantage of the time that Jalen gives us. Jalen, of course, has worked with both of us in respective places. ESPN. Um, we all worked together at ESPN, even though it wasn't corresponding times. And of course at Mm -hmm. Fox, Jalen, you do it all. Um, and before you came on, Aaron and I were talking about like, well, what we wanted to talk to you about and all this kind of stuff. So let's just jump right in, in it. You do so many things, right? From covering the NBA mm-hmm. to Jalen and Jacoby to your podcast to all your other philanthropic endeavors, your family. 
Is there that thing, that wish list thing on your to-do list that you still want to do? What kind of a platform or, or show or anything that you still want to do? I love both of you guys. Congratulations. And both of you guys appeared on the Renaissance, man. And I'm very gracious that you guys took the time to do that. I'll tell you something that I haven't told anyone. Um, you know, a lot of times you guys could appreciate this. There's so many opportunities that we may consider or people may pitch us or ideas that people may have for us. And you can't really always share it with your family or your friends because some things get 20 yards and then you got to punt. Some things get 60 yards and you got to punt. So it never happens. So you find yourself always telling people you about to do something that never happens. Mm-hmm. But I have something that I would like to do that I haven't really seen happen since the early 90s. I want to host a late night television show. Mm-hmm. And as a fan of Arsenio, I just ran into Dave Chappelle recently. I went to back to back concerts when he was in Detroit. Yeah, I'm the kind of guy to go to back-to-back shows. Yeah, that's me. That's Are they the we, same jokes? Great. Same jokes? I always want to know this. No. no. So it's like, they were like 65 to 70% the same, but he definitely remixed them for sure. Good. And it was, yeah. and it was hilarious. And they reminded me of the first time he met me. And it was at the Arsenio Hall show. What but year what is I this? Didn't t- this was like early nine. This is like ninety four. Okay, where are you? Where are you playing? Like you that? you played for a total of six NBA teams, correct? Yes, six yes. when it was all said and done. So where are yes. you? What team are you with at this point? Are you still in Detroit? So when I got drafted, oh man, I'm gonna tell this story too. So so when I got drafted um, in June, I had a draft party in Detroit in July, and you would appreciate this, CT. I thought I was going to get drafted by the Sonics. So I had a red, white suit and I had a lime green suit. And I ended up choosing the red and white one because the Clippers were choosing higher in the draft, but neither one of them took. And so in July, I actually was at um, the State Theater in Detroit, um, a party that we call Soul Night. And I actually got into a couple of people that I was with. I actually got into an altercation with some another group of people. and. Lo and behold, that happened. I was innocent. A couple of, yeah, I was definitely. This the statute of limitations. It's like 30 years ago. And, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then the next week, we were playing at St. Cecilia. And track the trailer had the ball. Rest in peace. He turns around Aww. to do a post move. And I tried to swat the ball out of his hand. And I hurt my shoulder. So now imagine a draft pick nowadays, right? Getting picked getting hurt before he signs his contract. That was before I even signed my contract. So big fish, small pond theory. I go to LA to go to the doctor, to go to rehab it and go to blend in. And so in theory from 1994 to 2018, when we started get up in New York city, LA was my second home. I had places in Santa Monica, have place in Brentwood. I was I rich, was everywhere rich. in California. It's my second rich. home. And a little something, something, you know, I had to, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. I had to have more than one spot. Got a flex. But, uh, What's the difference between me and you? About five bank accounts, three ounces, and two vehicles. 
I like what you did there. You know, I'm here. Don't tempt me with and, a good time, Eminem. And so I was in L.A. basically every summer. So I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I think it was like one of the first years I was out there. But I remembered it in particular because it was the only time I ever went to Arsenio. So think about it. this Dave Chappelle, like, hey, yo, the time we was at Arsenio, I'm like, yeah, one yeah, time. yeah. I'm thinking like, that's the only time I ever went, dog. I remember. You know, but but anyway, since that period of time, there hasn't been an African American person primarily Mm -hmm. hosting a late night television show. Why do you think that is? I think because people have to get used to allowing us that space for entertainment purposes. Trevor Trevor Noah does a good job, right? Love him. Right? He does a great job with that platform in the political space. But are you talking specifically in terms of entertainment and sports? Or do you want to go full gamut? As the Renaissance man, your bandwidth, you can talk about all those different things. And I'm sure it is important for you to do that. But are you trying to sell it as an entertainment sports show or everything? It would definitely be entertainment. Yes, ma'am. It would be current events. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, yeah. sports, politics, fashion, polit- whatever, whatever's yeah. happening that day. And yeah. I, I know the politics of, you know, late night TV and, you know, trying to keep the, the masses happy and trying to make sure that we secure sponsors. But it's been like 35, 40 years since a black person been on late night television. And shout to Trevor North, who's doing a great job. I love the show. And Jimmy Kimmel, who was just out a couple of weeks, I appreciate him allowing Arsenio, Arsenio. and Anthony yeah. Anderson and all of those people host his show while he was out. Mm-hmm. And I can't lie. I was sitting back thinking like, man, yeah, that's my idea right there. Yeah, that's my idea. And so that's the one thing I think I would love to have an opportunity to do, because just taking Renaissance, man, as you guys know, I've interviewed both of you guys. I've interviewed Mark Cuban. I've interviewed Big Sean, said the entertainer, Gabrielle Union. Like the list goes on and on and on of the people that I continue to interview. That's what I would want the late night show to be about. Yeah, I love it. I was going to ask you guys about your uh, your younger days with Best Damn because I, I wasn't fortunate enough to do that. I was busting my ass on the college football sidelines, you know? So I was, <laughs> she was tracking Bobby Bowden down. Yeah. Rest in peace. But I, they're just the stories from everybody that got to take part in Best Damn. What do you miss the most about a show like that that maybe TV is missing? Uh, I mean, Jalen, you, I, I have so my answer. You're our guest. You, you tell, tell her what you miss that you're maybe trying I, to bring I, back. Yeah. Well, well, first off, like the camaraderie and the unique talents that we have and the creativity. Like, yeah. So many times in multimedia, the creativity gets stymied for ratings or for hype or for, for right now and not necessarily like investing in, you know, doing things that the, the audience doesn't necessarily see coming. I always love that about Best Damn and that opportunity. But here's another thing. Um, Jason Williams of the Nets was a current player, and he was working for NBC. John Sally was a retired player from the NBA, and he was working for Best Damn. Yeah. And you guys ready for this? Yeah. Since John Sally and me working on the Best Damn, and then me doing Numbers Never Lie in like 2011. 
Shout out. Where's I'm Michael deep. Smith? What's he doing? No doubt. Michael? Shout out, Michael Smith. No doubt. <laughs> Brother from another. That's what I got brought to ESPN to do was to host Numbers Never Lies. That the only <laughs> thing that doesn't lie is our ratings. This is about to get canceled. <laughs> There's a number that tells the truth. <laughs> that show is so bad. They said, hey, you, light-skinned girl, get out of here. We're going to bring Jamel and Michael in here and really get some ratings. And I was like, fine. I'll go to Sports Nation. No problem. Uh, uh, oh, man. Shout out to Colin. Shout um, out to Colin. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. And so, uh, where was I going? You were all, so we were you were saying the difference Dan. between, yeah. Oh yeah, and so here's what I realized about the game. I'm the I'm the only former basketball player that is featured on the Monday through Friday show. Huh. And it's been like that for like almost 20 years. Wow. Because what ends up happening is in America, people automatically assume because of the ratings of football and the popularity of the sport that we're going to get a former football player. So look at the landscape of the game. You see Marcellus, you see Strahan, Chris Carter, you see Mike Golick. You see all former football players attached to Monday through Friday mm. shows. I'm the only basketball player that's been attached to a Monday through Friday show. And shout to John Skipper, who brought me in an office at a time when they were starting um, Get Up. And he was like, you're our best football analyst, too. Yeah. Because they wanted that to be a football player. Good. And, 
And so that to me is something in the game that I take pride in and I shout John Sally and I shout Best Dance Sports Show and our entire family because that was one of the first shows where athletes were allegedly supposed to like stick to the sport that they played. Hmm. And so I'm sitting there thinking like this person didn't play at all and they can talk about whatever sport they want. But yeah. for me, it's like, I only can talk about basketball. It's like, mm-hmm. is, that, is that what we doing here? Mm-hmm. And so shout to John Ince and the entire crew who had John Sally, who had me, who had Rob, who had Rodney P, who had Carissa. Like our team was so very versatile. We had so much fun. Hey, Aaron, just let me tell you this. We <laughs> wasn't the kind of team that when the game ended, we didn't see each other again to the next day. It didn't work yeah. like that. You know what I mean? We were a locker room. We were a family. And I miss that about entertainment yeah. and multimedia. Uh, well, you're so sweet too. for saying all that, Jalen. But it was it was an unbelievable opportunity. I know for me, it was the first national show I ever got to work on. But independent of that, it was, you know, when Stray talks about it, it was the, he was the, you guys, respectively, that group, were the first athletes that were also had the foresight to say, Hey, this is that next step for us. Right. And some of these guys were still playing. Ray Lewis was still playing. Stray was still playing. Remember when we went to the Super Bowl in Arizona, the Patriots game, he was playing Mm -hmm. in that Super Bowl. He was on (laughs) our set. So it was this for, and then Antonio Pierce followed suit and whatever. So it's, um, it was definitely, and, and here's the sad part about it. And hopefully with, with, um, putting out the good vibes and, uh, for your, your show to will it to happen, your late night show. I hope that they can do a show like that again. I hope you can do a show like that again, because now with yes. all the PC things you have to say and do, if it makes it tough to, it to green life and it sucks and it really yeah. does suck that you have to stay within the lines because coloring outside the lines is what's so fun to watch, but bringing it back Jalen to you specifically real quick. And I know you're a busy man, um, but I just, I, you have, you've done so much. Um, and you asked me a really interesting question when I was on and thank you for giving me the opportunity to also be, uh, vulnerable. Um, Aaron and I, a lot of reasons that we are friends, many of the reasons we're friends, because we've been through a lot of stuff together and held each other's hands through yes. the worst things in our life mm-hmm. and the best things in life. But to be able to have um, a platform to talk about what I went through, I really appreciate that. And I know that, um, Thank you. Uh, you know, that's what these podcasts are all about is to be open with our friends like we are. So anyways, mm-hmm. bringing it back um, real quickly you asked me if you could be commissioner for one day or if that you could assign someone Ooh. to be the commissioner uh, for one day, who would it be? I'm going to bring it back to you and ask you the same question. You get to be um, assigned a commissioner in the, you can be the NBA, the NFL, whoever, for one day, who would it be? I want you to do both sports, actually. Okay. A Give me somebody for, for both NFL. sports. I will. So if I can assign someone to be commissioner for the NBA, I'm, I'm going to give you a really good one. What about, uh, what about Denzel Washington? Hot. For the NBA? Right? <laughs> yes. Like who's seen more basketball front row than that guy? I, I don't know, but I hope he wears, I hope he wears the, uh, the mink or the chinchilla jacket from American gangster sitting courtside <laughs> That's yeah. hot. with the hat. Yes, no question. I'm giving Denzel that gift. He doesn't see Showtime era. He doesn't see Shaq and Kobe. He doesn't see it all. And yeah. he put in his own work as well. So definitely Denzel for the NBA. For the NFL, man, that's the no fun league. I got to find somebody. 
it's going to shake it up a little bit. It's not going to give a penalty when the guy carries somebody 10 yards and has the nerve to show emotion. Um, we were just talking can about we, that. Can we talk about yeah. tell you this, Jalen? So we yes, were at the please. Fox seminar, Michigan man, you'll appreciate this moment. So when we were at our Fox seminar, we were having the officials talk to us about the new rules. Charles Woodson, new to our team, um, to be at a seminar last year was COVID, so he couldn't come. And as they are explaining this rule, Charles is just, and Charles is just, I mean, you want to talk about somebody with just swagger, like he's just good looking, like he can make a t-shirt and shorts look fucking cool, right? (laughs) With his arms folded and he's looking down and he's looking and then he's like, Hold what? Hold up! What? And it was like everybody was like, "Oh God, this is the one person that Charles Woodson is not going to like this new rule." So, Michigan man, for you thought you'd appreciate that one. I do. That's my guy. And the person, as I think about it, who I would like to be the NFL commissioner, Deion Sanders. Yes, yes. That's who I would allow to be it for a day because I remember prime time rooting for him at Florida State and him rocking a Jerry curl. And showing up to do his 40-yard dash, allegedly in the limousine and running the fastest time ever. And then telling my Lions that we would have to put him on layaway in order to pay him. It's stupid. So that guy that I saw high-stepping from the 50 playing offense and defense, he needs to be responsible not only for making sure that the NFL continues to thrive, but also we can actually enjoy it. But you're so great about that. And that's that's a perfect one. I remember it saying is. to him a couple years ago, because they were talking about trash talking or whatever. And I was like, you're the ultimate trash talker. He goes, no, I wasn't. He said, I never talk trash about someone else. I only hyped up myself. And I was like, I guess, I, you know, because he's always jawing. I thought he was jawing at someone else, but he's busy telling them how great he was. But this cat, I mean, it's it's <laughs> unbelievable to me, him and Bo, right? And, you know, being a professional mm. athlete, you know the demands of what it Crazy. takes to have success in one sport, but then to have success in two. And I even look at like a guy like Dave Winfield, this guy could have played three, Mm -hmm. like uh, it's unbelievable, right? The athleticism, but to think about what Dion did go play in an NFL game, helicopter to the world series. Like what? Like, it's just a trick. I just love, I, anytime an Aaron and another thing we have in common, like even talking about this stuff, like jacks me up just like, like, so, mm-hmm. not to mention the style and to bring it back, why I want to name my first unborn child that's frozen at the fertility clinic, Jalen, is because watching that's you guys, low. you know that, you know, that was like my literally my favorite name <laughs> was watch that's what low. you guys Thanks. did at Michigan. The clothing, the big shorts change, the black socks. I mean, we've all seen the, the documentary, the Fab Five. I mean, do you still... I'm sure you do get people talking about how you change, you know, the cultural aspect of fashion in the game of basketball at such a young age. God, Jalen, the shots of you in the stands, by the way, during the tournament. I mean, I was screaming for your team just because of you. (laughs) You, Like, I was like, come on. Like, this would mean so much to Jalen. Forget about all the alum. And I was wanting it for you. Our guy, the guy from UCLA, he shot us down. You got to get him credit. Oh, man, he was balling. But the, the, the beauty that I appreciate about being a member of the Fab Five and shout to C-Webb, who invited us to join him at his Hall of Fame induction. I can't. Sweet. I plan on being there. Oh, sweet. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. 
Shout out to Jawan Howard, who had the number one recruiting class in the country. Um, Ray Jackson. By the way, you guys should roll on you guys all being together in the Hall of Fame speech because I can feel like that could be a that could be a part two. You know, just saying. Correct. That's right. Anywho. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Absolutely. I'm rolling with that. And the beauty of that group is that I realized how genuine it was now because it reminds me of how much people disliked us then. Mm. See, like, like right now we can talk about it. I remember saying this about Muhammad Ali. I was happy that he was lighting a torch in Atlanta. I remember this vividly. It was 96. And I, and I was happy that he was lighting the torch. But that's my idol. Like, yeah. like, I love Muhammad Ali. That's my guy. I met him up. That's my guy. That's my, like, my favorite human being that's not in my family ever is Muhammad Ali. It's not even close. And I, and I just remember thinking, like, they started to celebrate him way too late. Still with the Fab Five. So, like, we having this conversation, right? You can't go nowhere at the University of Michigan and see us. Or Steve Fisher. Right now. Maybe we got a picture in the practice facility or in Jawan's office, but you guys know what I mean. And yeah. if Jawan was not the coach, I would feel some type of way about that. But mm-hmm. since Jawan is the coach, I bury any hard feelings that yeah. I had towards cool. not being recognized. And in working the draft, and I lost my mom in February. And so I was sitting there and Watching Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, and Jalen Johnson Those all names. get picked, mm-hmm. right? And yep. we know in 1994, that was the first time a Jalen got drafted into the NBA. Now, when we look up at 10 years, 30% of the NBA going to be named Jalen and or the NFL. A- NFL, Jalen Hurts, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, like, that Fab Five legacy um, created something that is way bigger than each of us and the long shorts the black shoes the black socks the ball head the camaraderie that we had i just am so very grateful that so many people who are riding with us then are riding with us now but the crazy thing is when i see people that slandered me then that are still slandering me now. Oh, God. They, we're not talking about work? people that go to Ohio State and board. I'm, I'm so bored. No, no, you know what I mean. I, I just said you say some of their names because they don't get it. They don't get love on you. They don't need acknowledgement on your no. show. But you guys know these serial decades of trolls that continue to like look at somebody like me and call me a hoodlum or call me a thug. <laughs> or like names like that. that get, I remember I first got drafted. The first question I was asked was, so, you know, there's a rumor out there that you're not really coachable. Like, oh I'm like, huh? Like, I love my high school coaches like my dad. Like, yeah. like, huh? And he went to Michigan with me. And Steve Fisher is like a father figure to me. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see how this works. Uh. But again, I'm forever grateful to being a member of the Fab Five, and you brought up Bo Jackson, and you brought up Dion, they inspired me. They inspired us. The Georgetown teams, the UNLV teams, meeting Gary Payton and Sean Kemp during the NCAA tournament, meet Muhammad Ali during the NCAA tournament. 
going back to Magic City after we played in the That's NCAA right. tournament. What up, Magic you know City? I mean? Are we still producing talent? No doubt. Are we still producing talent? Or yes. have we all moved to yes. Miami? No. Okay, okay. No. We'll just Atlanta, leave it right Atlanta there. Atlanta's still, uh, Atlanta <laughs> still making it happen, as do will. You know uh, what I mean? Well, oh, well let's hope it's more than two. And not mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, Magic? I can't get on the menu? Like, seriously? <laughs> Aaron asked the question what was the best part of uh, Best Sam's Sports Show um, it was the pre-production meetings oh, Don Sally's like so I was in Vegas this weekend and there was and we're like all right and that's okay we got it we got it we got it we, I wish, oh, yeah. if we could have aired what was said in the pre-production meetings I mean the show would have never went off the air um, you have to get off the air quickly but Aaron wants to ask you something very very um about our show Aaron ask him about our what we like to give out oh oh yes 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 okay so our show is called calm down because we feel like just sometimes people just calm down or we need to calm down with like, like certain it. things that get us going Jalen who would you like to give a calm down award out to it could be a group of people it could be to yourself it could be anything oh this is an easy one and this isn't political at all because Good. people are trying to make it. Calm down if you're trying to tell me why you shouldn't get vaccinated. <sighs> Newsflash. Getting vaccinated does not mean that you're immune from getting sick or feeling symptoms. It means that you're not going to go to the hospital and die. That's what it means. I remember a time where people were mad that you had to wear a seatbelt. Y'all remember those days? Like, I don't uh, want to wear this yes. seatbelt. People put it on their arm, put their arm through it. Like, I don't want to <laughs> wear this. You know what I'm saying? What I got to put this thing on for? And then all of a sudden, they start making vehicles to force you to do it, right? Yeah. Same with like a bulletproof vest. Like, you're going into combat or whatever. Like, the bulletproof vest doesn't mean that you're not going to get shot. After 9-11, after 9-11, remember? We had to put all of our three ounces in a tray. Yes, yeah. yes. That, correct. And so to everybody out there that feels like getting vaccinated is a political play, it's not, okay? We need to get towards a herd immunity. Yeah. The Delta variant is real. And as the founder of a school, like I've hosted a couple of vaccination shots for the community. And we're going to do that for our students and our staff because uh. we're trying to make sure that everybody's vaccinated. And so I can't lie. If I'm watching the NBA playoffs, I'm like, all oh, y'all ain't vaccinated? Like, football about to start. I love Lamar. That's my guy. But, dog, you waiting to talk to the doctor? Let me tell you what the doctor going to say. Get vaccinated. You know. Yeah. So those people need to calm down. <laughs> well, that was he, such a good one. You know what? You could run for a politician, for commissioner, yeah. for best friend, for best co-worker. You are all the things. You are the Renaissance man. You hold a special place in both of our hearts. We appreciate you carving out some time for us as we know you're very busy. And uh, thank you, Jalen, for just being the person you are. We cannot wait to be in the audience of your late night talk show yes. and bringing you on. Yes. No matter yes. what you do and when it I'm happens, bringing so thank you. Shit, I'm, I'm not going to be in the audience. The I'm going to be a goddamn guest. Okay. You well, well, you know what? I was, I'm I was just going. I was going to. I was like, okay, he's got Michelle Obama. He's got Gabrielle Union. Where do we fall in line? I was just happy to have a seat in the house. I appreciate your humility, but I'm already writing for the show right now. Getting my Steve no. Harvey on. I already, I already see it. 
So y'all going to definitely be guests. And I appreciate you guys having me on. Love I you. I look forward to coming back on with you guys. I love you both. You're both crushing it. Thank you for being genuine. Thank you for being veterans. Thank you for being leaders, uh-huh. mentors. Yeah. It's real because y'all know this is this this is a doggy dog world and it's a crabs in the barrel thing. And y'all yep. know how it works. Y'all doing when y'all doing TV, people that come to y'all face every day and tell y'all how much they love y'all, texting their agent. Why can't Aaron get this? Oh no. Why CC look at what she got on. By the way, y'all know how it works. By the way, um, our agent that we shared at one point is long out of the game. Um, I'd love you to represent me. So call me if you want to get in that business because I know I'll get a call back from anyone if Jalen wants me in the room. We love you. Done, done. I love love you you too. Love you both. Have a good one. Bye, babe. Bye, babe. Bye. Beauty. So sweet. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's aaron andrews here for pro plan sport advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours i love getting active with my golden retriever howie and whether we're heading out on an epic hike or simply taking our daily run together i count on him to keep up with me every step of the way pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs so wherever you and your dog's next adventure takes you, start it off right with the advanced nutrition of Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.